0: Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is
1: Alex. Uh, we are doing tonight story time, Part 2. Uh, we got some good feedback from Part 1, so we thought yes. let's tell a few more uh, stories. And whether
0: you find them interesting or not is... Uh, I don't know. Maybe you will let us know if you if you continue to enjoy, we'll continue to to bring you the stories. You yeah, know? yeah, for and sure. most of them are sort of travel related, so they kind of fit in the pocket where we should be. So uh, loosely, but yeah. yes, they do. But yeah, please sit back. Uh, you know, light a, a fire, get that glass of whiskey, and enjoy these stories. Yeah, maybe a cigar too. Yes, if yeah, if, if, if you need more <laughs> things to slowly kill you, <laughs> add the cigar. Here we go. This episode is brought to you once again by MyExpatTaxes.com. Americans living abroad must file a tax return with the U.S. government each year. Now, some of you might think, you don't owe any money to the IRS. I don't have to file taxes. You would be wrong. Now, of course, now you're thinking, shit, I've screwed up. Uh, I have not filed taxes the entire time I've lived in Germany. Don't worry. The IRS actually has what's called the streamlined filing compliance procedure. Now, this allows Americans living abroad who did not know that they needed to file to come up to date with the IRS with zero penalties, baby, zero penalties. Now, luckily, MyExpatTaxes.com can help you take care of this cheaply and headache-free. Their program will help you to quickly make up for those years of missed tax filings. Again, use our discount code AGDW to receive 10% off. To learn more, go to MyExpatTaxes.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are arriving at episode. Ooh, I don't know, sixty-nine maybe. Sixty-nine. Here uh, we go, almost on seventy. That's the sex number, Jeff. That's the number that if you're twelve years old, you will start to giggle like a, <laughs> like a <laughs> little schoolgirl. Still funny at thirty years old. Not yeah. gonna lie. <laughs> I was thinking more. We're on the verge of seventy, which is. I thought we were on the verge of fifty recently, and it feels like it was oh, shit, a 70. few weeks ago. And now we're on seventy. Gotta we're, getting, we're getting old. Yeah, we are getting old almost retirement age, you know, as we like to do, we do some news and tidbits and shout outs at the beginning of the show. So let's go ahead and just do that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, One thing that I saw is happening uh, in Berlin, hopefully soon, or I guess they're testing right now, are these self-driving shuttles that fit like four to six people. Oh
0: yeah. I've seen pictures of those back in the States and elsewhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of interested to see what that's going to be like, or just going to be filled with, uh, with PP and other bodily fluids, knowing Berlin and it's yeah reputation of of people taking care of things now they
0: are very cute like they are the typical um BVG yellow and if you if you go inside like we saw pictures mm-hmm. of the interior it's like all parts from the Berlin U-Bahn, like yeah. it, it, like it's totally matches it's pretty the cool. the aesthetic of of your usual BVG buses and subways. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, one cool thing, and again, these people are not a sponsor. This is a cool thing that um, they uh, Anna over there at the local offered us. Now I don't know if you know about the local, but if you go to thelocal.de. It is actually a really cool uh, source for news about Germany written in English, of course. Right. I've been using them, honestly, since I moved here. Uh, Yeah, I've been a subscriber for a long time. Yeah. Again, this is not a sponsor. They're just, it's just a cool thing that uh, we would recommend you guys use. Anyways, um, out of the blue, they offered us to give a discount code for all of you guys. So here it is discount code AGDW. 50. That's agdw five zero. This will give you 50% off the annual membership, but you must uh, use it before August 31st. So that's a little gift to you guys, 50% off of a very cool english news service yeah i highly
1: recommend it um if you want to know more stuff plus the regular things not too expensive either anyways we're not sponsored we're not gonna talk about it anymore yeah but we did get a a few more donations from you lovely people listening
0: so yes yeah, so again big donations recently so thank th- you so much i mean um you know we we, we don't want to because of privacy We want to say names or anything but uh but you know who you are. (laughs) Which we have done before, so
1: Um, we're not, yeah. But thank you so much for those of you who did. Um, And if you didn't, also thank you for listening. That's also okay.
0: Absolutely. And on the Corona front, starting next week, Monday, June 14th, the um, digital Corona passport, the vaccination passport, at least in Germany, will finally be available. That's next week. Uh, By the time you hear this, I guess it'll already be available. Um, To use it, you'll need the Cove Pass app. And uh, yeah, so you won't have to carry around that silly little uh, yellow book anymore. Or the white piece of paper. Yeah. All of which is handwritten and could be easily faked. Exactly. So so at least we have a proper kind of app. Yeah, to, that's with nice. a little barcode there. I'm excited for that because uh, this guy right here is fully vaccinated. So that is awesome. It is awesome. Half of us. And uh, actually, tomorrow I get my first vaccination shot. Nice. So soon we will both be vaccinated. Let's see. I, I hope I don't have the same experience you did. I hope it doesn't knock me on my ass. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, like you didn't have a fun time. I had an awful time my first one.
1: My second one I was fine actually. My first one was AstraZeneca, my second one was Modana. So um, you know, I'm just super anti
0: COVID. Yes. Yes. Apparent and, and you, I mean you're still here, so you didn't die. I'm still here. I mean, now so combinations can happen. Um and yeah. at least you will live for at least a, a week or two. Yeah. I mean maybe. guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> uh
1: anyways, uh for those of you also who have listened to this podcast for a long time, you
0: remember every once in a while we'd like to break the, to you some airplane news <laughs> it's our long-running happened i think once, I think seg- once. Seg- segment of airplane I, news. i don't know why but a- uh, alex everybody is holding their breath what is today's airplane news okay today in airplane news as
1: nato troops are being withdrawn from afghanistan germany is preparing to fly all of its military equipment back home sure makes sense including beer jeff Germany's announced they will fly more than 22,500 liters of beer home from
0: Afghanistan because I guess there's this new law where they can't drink anymore when they're and I, shooting I, people. I don't know. I, I, would, ima- I would imagine um, that's a taxpayer expense. We're having all this beer shipped back to Germany. And what's weird is I didn't even know that, yeah, soldiers... Could drink beer and get I mean, drunk. I, I guess like on the in, base, in a war zone. I guess on the base, maybe they can, you know, and not on duty. Mm. I mean, I think it's probably the most German thing ever. You know, for like, we are in a war zone, but we must have the beer.
1: I also like how our airplane news was very slightly related to even airplanes. So, well, you need airplanes to ship stuff. I mean, to, to, to fly things at least. Sure, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Anyways, you're getting your uh, vaccination tomorrow. That's pretty exciting. Anything else going on in the world of Jeff?
0: Not a lot. I mean, thankfully for all of us, summer is finally here in Berlin. It's hot and it's yeah. it's not cloudy. And the uh, weather's finally yeah. So good. This past weekend, I think it was my fu- first full uh, summer weekend. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, me and my girlfriend, mm-hmm. we have this kind of tradition of. Uh, for our anniversary, we, we go on a long bike ride. And so we went on a bike ride um, around um Tegler Z, which nice. we were at briefly the other uh, few A few weeks, weeks ago, yeah. But we did like a full nice route around the whole lake and had to take a ferry and stuff and you know, yeah, a, you, little, you put little islands. Some, you put up some photos on the Instagram. We did. So you follow the Instagram. You can see some some of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really, really nice. And then afterward, or well, you sent us a text and you're like, yo, guys, we chilling at Tempelhof, uh, yes. who, who wants to meet at the beer garden. And uh, so we came all the way from Teglerzy to Tempelhof <laughs> to meet, meet up with you guys. Yeah,
1: Yeah it was super nice at the beer garden. Uh, I could walk in. There's no one checking to make sure you were vaccinated because you don't need that anymore right. to sit outside in Berlin. Uh, so you just walked right in, sat on the table, logged into the little app, and uh, hung out like all day until closing. And it was so nice walking away from Templehof to back to like the main city area. And seeing everyone playing music and outside, drinking at the spades. Like, it just felt like... Life's back in oh Berlin. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, we're back. Like, it's Berlin again. Like, this is why I love the city so much. And yeah. we've been deprived of for like a year I and mean, a half.
0: I mean, you know, knock on wood. Knock on know, some wood. That that we're back and we're not going to return to where we were. So, uh,
1: But luckily now, we are allowed to mingle. And speaking of mingle... You know what I want to mingle with? Some dingle. Some dingle. <laughs> whoa. Nice. Which is the name of our whiskey we having today. This is... A dingle, not a dingle, just dingle, dingle, single. (laughs) It's the dingle, single, man. Dingle, single malt country. Nope. Okay. I'm going to start this over again. This, no, from, from here. We're not, you know, we're going. This is the dingle, single malt County Kerry distillery, Ireland batch. Number five, fifth, small batch release, triple distilled Irish whiskey. That's a mouthful, man. And there's a lot more words in that bottle as well. uh, You know how that can be summed up? It's a dingle. The
0: dingle single. It's the dingle single. Yeah. It's the dingle single, everybody. I know you've been waiting for it. (laughs) It's, you know what? It's a very, we were talking about this, a very beefy bottle. It's It's like, it's really big and it's like thick. The glass, the walls of the bottle are thicker than usual. It's like, I feel like you could drop this out of a three-story building and it would survive. It's just like, it's just like, this might be
1: my favorite bottle we've ever had, to be honest. It's it's very classic looking. Yeah. um, The, 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 the cork is huge. The size of like a uh, silver dollar. No, the half dollars. Remember those?
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, this, the the mouth of this bottle is massive. Yeah. Like, I feel like, you know, you could just, Uh,
1: I I would read the back to you. um, But pretty much it's just made in two different types of bourbon casks that are mixed together. And um, there's a lot of words. American bourbon casks. American bourbon casks, yeah. But it is a Irish, an Irish whiskey. Um, Handmade character, it says. I oh, don't know it's handmade, but it's handmade character. Unique whiskey from the edge. Schlancha, Love, Love it. Like.
0: Let's give it a try. Yeah. This, I hope this guy pops really nice. Hmm. It wasn't as loud as I was hoping, but a very solid pop. Well, right when I opened it, like
1: a... Giant breath of aroma came into my face, right? Loved it.
0: I mean, um, there's there's a glass for you, Jesus Christ. That is a pour! Wow, oopsies! But I I haven't even smelled it yet. But I, but I, it's such a huge, it
1: pours way quicker because the mouth is enormous,
0: anyways. Mm, you know what irish whiskey just in general smells delicious and this is not an exception it is not that it smells, smells good. good cheers cheers oh that goes down easy mm. in the beginning it's kind of strong ooh. it kind of hits you stronger than a normal irish yeah. for, for like a second or two but then it goes down so smooth and ooh a nice slow burn too ooh, get a oh. little honey in there mm. that's good all right, let's drink that as we dive into our topic, which is again, story time number two. But it first, is. Alex, yes. tell them what they need to know. What you need to know is uh, if you feel
1: so inclined, if you're liking the podcast, if you're a long-term listener, if you're brand new here and you want to judge us at the end, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate them. We read every single one and it keeps us motivated and gets, uh, they're, they're, they're gets us often going. It's so sweet.
0: Yeah, I, I love reading them,
1: honestly. Get you going in the morning. Um, and also check out our website agdwpodcast.com all of our contents on there we have a bunch of extra we have an extra section with a bunch of cool stuff on there with a picture of all the whiskey bottles where Jeff and I are running out of new ideas to take pictures of
0: freaking bottles although uh, the one for this website go check it out I think it's a nice fresh the one from idea. today I think is nice this yeah. is, this
1: is this is fresh this is different a bit um it's not floating though so sorry <laughs> um, but yeah so check that out AGDWpodcast.com all of our stuff's on there all of our links to everything and uh that's the end of my story. Let's get into story time, part dos.
0: Or time. Actually, that's the end of your story, but now you're going to start a new story. because I'm going to start a new story. Well, let's, let's start with you. Uh, what, what, do, what do you got for us today uh, for today's story time? And I just want
1: to add, uh, some of these stories are adult-themed. So if you are listening with a child, <laughs> you might not want to do that for this episode. There you go. <laughs> yeah, just put it out there. So uh, buckle up, and I'm sorry, Mom. So I going to tell you about a place
0: in Berlin Hmm. called Monster Ronson's Ichiban Karaoke. Which uh, used to, when I first arrived and I was younger, that was like my jam. I like that place. I was going yeah. there for like probably two years, like every Friday. It's near um, Strasse If you guys want to go, if, if you're uh, into karaoke, uh, it's one of the coolest places that got like a lot of private cabins and then also one big main stage if, right. if you've got the guts to do that
1: and i loved the main stage when i used to like i haven't gone a long time but my, when i was like from like 23 to 25 years old i was going i think like every friday it felt like
0: but singing yourself or yeah yeah, all the time oh, all right yeah, yeah. I,
1: I i i like to like to be center of attention <laughs> i like to be on the stage it's fun you know i get the crowd cheering for you it reminds me back right. when i was in high school and I had a band you know right. yeah nice brings me back to those days plus i get to sing you know beastie boys or whatever so um yeah, it's a really cool place. It's also a gay bar as well, so it's a really fun flair and everyone's like super nice and accepting and it's a very cool environment. But, but very straight friendly, so no worries. Yeah, it's also yeah, it doesn't matter what you are there, you're gonna have a good time. So I was there one night having a good time. I didn't get I didn't sing a song yet. And the bartender, who's a very flamboyant dude, he wears wings a lot, always like half naked, really, really nice guy. Uh he says, We're gonna have a competition, we're gonna have a contest. And he's like, I need some volunteers. And I was so I had some drinks in me at that point, and I was like, "Screw it, you know, I'll volunteer." And so another one of my buddies, and another one of my buddies did as well, the, who had a broken wrist, oh, nice. and then some other random dude.
0: That did you guys know what you're volunteering for? No, we had no idea. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: he's like, "We need to volunteer to win something." I'm like, "Why well, like winning shit?" And uh, I don't mind being on the stage, so let's let's do something fun. Who knows what's gonna be? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, also risky at a place like that too, because you never, you know, especially in Berlin, you never know how naked you might have to get. Uh, and that was kind of what the goal was. Uh, They have this big stripper pole. Well, I guess a normal size stripper pole. I don't think they have big or small stripper poles. They had a stripper pole, normal one. (laughs) Okay. Normal circumference. Yeah. Um, That's always been there. And he says, All right, you guys are going to strip for us, and whoever wins gets a free drink. I'm like, All right, that's worth it. So my buddy goes and he got down, like, he's East German. He got down to his underwear, like, no problem. He was doing his thing. My other buddy had a broken arm, but uh, he, you know, he did the best that he could. And I go up, and I'm trying to, you know, I'm I'm not that comfortable with with nudity, uh, as as the Germans are. But we're gonna. Were you planning on getting nude, or just
0: down to the underwear?
1: I was just planning to rock the pole because okay. I have this trick I can do. Yeah. I can go upside down and slide down the pole. <sighs> it's a trick that I learned in high school. Like, you know, it makes was that horrible sound when you go down strip Stripping my way through that. high school.
0: <laughs> I hate that stripper pole sound when you like slide down it really slowly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. It's awful. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm gonna I hang upside down, so I'll do that. I'll spin around a bit, like show the crowd what I got. I did take my shirt off. I thought like you know that's gonna help a bit. So I took my shirt off, doing my little thing, and then the the bartender is like you know egging me on, and he's like you know take off the pants, just strip pull, come on take off your pants, and I was like oh I don't know. So then what does he do? He comes right behind me, he just pulls my pants. I did not consent to this, but oh my, it wasn't good fun. He pulls down my pants super hard. And I'm like all right. So I didn't take them completely off because I was still stripping. So I'm just like doing my whole thing with my pants and my ankles, <laughs>
0: which is really awkward. So sexy.
1: Um, and then at the end, uh, they asked the crowd who won and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna brag here, but it is on my resume, on my CV that I did win that contest. Nice. And I got a free drink out of it. Uh, little did I know when I was done, I looked in my pocket, I looked at my phone and it completely was shattered because when he pulled my pants down, it oh, hit the floor so hard. No. And, uh, my first two years in Berlin, I think I went through. My first two or three years, I think I went to like nine phones. I think that was phone number like 30 or something Lord. like that. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, I've gotten them stolen, smashed while stripping. I went swimming once and I forgot to get it out of my pocket and then went to look for it and it was gone. Stolen again, dropped when drunk, I fell asleep on the bond, stolen. <laughs> dropped another one. Uh, but this is my all-time favorite story of uh of breaking a phone it's a very
0: short story but uh was pretty well i'll jump in with a a, another on the top phone breaking story Uh, i've never been that bad with my phones but i had one year when i was like 19 i was living in la sleeping on my dad's couch and for some reason in like a six month period i went through three phones so first got into a hot tub and then as I'm in the hot tub, my arm brushes against my swim trunk, and I <laughs> and I feel the, the phone it's in the there. Worst. Done. And then it was about a month later, uh, I'm, I'm washing some clothes, and I'm hearing, a cl- in the washroom stand, I hear this loud, b-dum, 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 and I'm like, That's yep, phone. my phone is in my pocket, okay? <laughs> and then I had to get a new one. And then a few months later, and this, this is the most comical thing ever. It's like a cartoon. I was, uh, I was vis- up visiting my mom. I was talking to somebody on the phone, um, and she was, I think, talking or something. With somebody else in the living room so i went to the to the garage and i'm talking i'm talking phone slips out of my hand and for some reason i heard like a bloop and i'm like what I'm stand- out of this huge garage, there's just one small bucket, <laughs> one small bucket of water, and I happen to be standing over it and it fell. Like otherwise, anywhere else I could have been standing, it would have just fallen in the cement and might still have worked. So, anyways, three three fo- um yeah, three phones in like six months, all due to water damage. So it nice, ha- well done. So it happens.
1: So it, it, it does happen. Uh I, I my past three years I kept all my phones for very long, so I'm good now. But I'm earlier earlier twenties, I was uh not the most
0: Cautious with my but you know small devices. You know, what's the coolest breaking of your phone is on Super Bowl. Yeah, bartender ripping your pants off. Yeah,
1: and I thought it was a fun little uh, Berlin anecdotal story. But I, my boxers were on the whole time. I just put my pants down
0: uh, just to make that clear. My my hang dang was not hang danging. <laughs> okay, nobody wanted to, to know. But now that you know, his hang dang was not dangling. Dang. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't dingling. <laughs>
1: It wasn't it
0: it wasn't a dingle single no. <laughs> oh my god how many puns can we make up this whiskey name i'm so sorry dingle it's a very nice whiskey it is a good whiskey dingle but, but you guys did it did but, this to yourselves with on. this name come on dingle
1: anyways enough about, about enough about my dingle single please tell me
0: uh please tell me a story that you would like to uh tell okay so mine doesn't involve any stripping my story well, that's lame. I know. Sorry, but this is a, this is a good story because actually, this is the story of the first time I moved to Berlin. I think uh, longtime listeners of the show know that I actually moved to Berlin twice. True. I moved uh, once when I was about twenty-one. Um, things didn't quite work out. Went back home to the states for about a year and a half, two years. Then did my f- full official move later. So this is the, the very first time I moved to Berlin. Okay. Okay. Now, just for some backstory, you know, at the time I was living in Vienna. As you know, I went. Just for a few months of like German language classes. Um, didn't plan on living in Europe, but loved it so much. Wanted to stay, so I ended up staying in Vienna a lot longer. But you know, found out you know Austria is you know quite small. Yes, not not quite a lot of jobs for foreigners. Mm-hmm. And at a random party, I uh, was talking to a guy who was from Berlin He was visiting Vienna. He's like, "Dude, come to Berlin. Full of bunch of foreigners. Tons of tons of jobs. Germany's much bigger." You know, so for sure, dude. And honestly, that was kind of it that's all I needed was that like <laughs> that one suggestion from that guy it was maybe with a few days later I start actually just like yeah okay I'm gonna I'm gonna go and move to Berlin like that's it, gonna it, fit. It's,
1: it's funny sometimes that's all it takes one little uh hey why don't you try this like, oh yeah
0: okay. yeah because I already, I already saw like my time in in Austria kind of dwindling at that sure. point I mean I'm, I'm I, I, I think for that age, it just wasn't the place I needed to be. I mean, I love Austria and Vienna; it's an amazing city. Uh, but at the time, it was time to move to ramble on. You and, know, and there you didn't have any connections. You didn't have a girlfriend or anything like that. So you were you were dingle single. You know, exactly. Didn't have jobs, and I think my my language school had ended. So yeah, I was ready to mingle um, <laughs> <laughs> with some dingle. No, I'm just okay, I'm mingling with some dingle right now. Um, sure. The whiskey. But anyway, so I, I decided to move to Berlin, but I don't quite have the money to be going and visiting Berlin and finding a, uh, an apartment that way, right? Right. So I go into, and this is what we already told you not to do. I went to uh, to Craigslist. Um, don't use Craigslist. Don't do that. That's what I did back then. And the the, the market, the housing market, was much different back then. Uh, basically, it was much easier to find an apartment. And, and this is this is when. To, 2009, I want to say. Yeah, so much different than this yeah. now. And, yeah, and, and back then they were like almost begging you to rent their apartment, so it was easy. So anyway, so I go into Craigslist, I find this one apartment, it's kind of snorting near the Hauptbahnhof, the main train station, I'm like yeah, it was 400 euro a month. Um and it had, you know, the living room and a separate, uh, bedroom and, but not, not high quality, but like, well, wow. for a it was fine. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That and, would never exist anymore. No, probably not. Definitely Even, not. Yeah. It, 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 this was not a renovated place. It was still very old school and shabby, but it was fine. Um, but I kind of wanted to know it wasn't a scam. And so this shows the, the kindness of strangers. So I go onto, um, it's either Facebook or Couchsurfing. I do a post. And I say, hey guys, anybody living in Berlin, can you go like go to this address and check if this apartment's actually real for me? Oh wow! And one guy I can't remember his name. I should, I, but thank you, whoever you're, whoever it was. Let's call him Steve. 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 He responded. He's like, yeah, sure. And I offered to pay him. He's like, no, nah, I'll do it for free. So what? he so he made a meeting with the landlord. Went walked inside the apartment, filmed it on his camera for me, videotaped it and said, yeah, here's some pictures, some video just to show you it's real. And it's exactly as the pictures online. So it's not a scam. So this nice. Stranger did this for me. And so I'm like, cool. Great. So I, I, I booked that place. And then, um, now it's time to go over And I do a, um, a, uh, to save some money, I do a, uh, what's it called? Overnight train, right? Yeah. Um, But, but, you know, they have these really long ones where during the night, like, it stops like every freight yard in the world or whatever. So it takes like 12 hours, even though that's not how long long it should take from (laughs) the end of the Berlin. It's just, but it was like 15 euro or something, including the bed, you know, so like, it, for me at the time I was you know broke so it was worth it so get uh, you know go from Vienna to Berlin nice little night train you wake up they, they come and offer you some tea or coffee whatever you want and then and again this is like I, I know nothing about Berlin and at all and this is my first time being in Berlin even in spring the only time I'd been in Berlin before was like in winter oh great so I get out and I'm like oh actually Berlin is not awful It looks great like every, you know there's things are blooming it's you know and uh, so I get to the apartment and the guy who's currently lived there, he opens the door, but I see, I could see behind him that like, nothing's been packed. All the furniture oh, still there. He's like, who are you? I'm like, I'm moving in. Like, who the hell are you? <laughs> this is my apartment. And, and he's like, and he, he was just very kind of like, no offense to this guy, but he's very kind of stoner out of it kind of guy, you know, it's sure. like, Oh, you're moving in. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Just give me a few days. What? And I mean, I've moved to Berlin. I've got all my earthly possessions in, you know, a backpack and a suitcase or sure. whatever. Yeah. I just need like two or three days, you know, I just, uh, you know, pack things up, whatever. So, but you can just sleep on the couch if you want or, you know, and I'm like, oh, and it's such, so awkward. Cause I've, and now, I've, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of, you know, I've just come across Europe arriving and I have to share this apartment and like nothing's turning out as it should be, you know? And so I'm like, ah, oh, is awkward. I'll be, be with this weirdo guy. Ah and then i kind of like what else can i do i know nobody in berlin i don't i don't know anything you know so i leave my stuff and i just needed to get out of there so i was like oh, i'm gonna you know i'll be back later i'm gonna go for a walk or whatever and so um i leave and i'm just like kind of depressed now cuz i'm like ah, like what else is going is going to go wrong like sure and I, I don't know like is this guy actually going to move out in a few days you know i don't know like the place was a mess a pigsty with and with like just cigarette butts everywhere, not even in ashtrays. And the place just, just reeked, you know, and, and just like trash everywhere. And and I'm like, I'm like, Oh, it's going to, and I could tell he like, he hadn't vacuumed in Forever,
1: you know, so so he clearly was not the contact person from Craigslist. It was somebody else a landlord. No,
0: it was it was the actual landlord. And and I, can, I don't know if it was a landlord didn't tell him properly or what but or the guy just didn't care was. Yeah, like he seemed pretty scattered brained you know, and he did, actually didn't even see that off put by it. You know, he's like, yeah, come see my co-, like some random dude. Um So anyways, I, I go and I'm kind of like sulking around the city, but also like touristing, you know, like, ooh, hey, yeah, sure. Berlin looking nice. So I'm gone for like three or four hours. I come back. And to my surprise, most of his belongings are suddenly either packed and in bags and stuff. And he's like, he's like, no, I'm, I'm going today. Like, uh, he's like, and he's like, I, I, th- I think it'd be a little awkward to share a apartment with a stranger, but like not saying it for me, but for him, it was like awkward for him. I'm like, okay. okay, fair enough. But I, but I was super excited. Um, so he packs up and leaves, but leaves about like half of his stuff. But he's like, he's done though. And I'm like, but he, of course, leaves every cigarette butt, every, like, you know, oh, the no. place is disgusting. Um, so well, Kiki can like
1: pack the backpack,
0: stuff he wanted, and left the apartment exactly <laughs> as is. Yeah, exactly. Like, like nothing, like all the furniture and stuff that was his, he just left. But it was all like old, shitty, everything, you know what I mean? Oh my and God and so um but in a way it's like okay well i have no nothing i've no furniture so i guess this is again better than nothing right so maybe <laughs> so so he's out and and i look around and yeah and truly the, the floor hasn't been vacuumed ever i go the toilet is a horror show he hasn't cleaned it once it's obvious in the because, two years he's there is my yeah. absolute nightmare as i was cleaning the bathroom literally i was gagging almost throwing up every second like you know, like like it was <laughs> like, like Jim Carrey. Yeah. And my girlfriend knows I have a really bad gag reflex. And and so I was like every every about like a minute I would have to run out of the bathroom, you know, and just like like get some fresh air and stuff. It was just awful. Um so anyways. <laughs> home sweet home, right? What what a yeah. great intro to your uh, yeah. your new digs. Yeah, exactly. But I take the yeah, the first three or four days and I deep clean that place, you know, and I get to I get to a point where I'm like, Okay, I can kind of I can enjoy this, you know. And then the, i asked the, uh, the landlord, like, Hey, um, you actually, I wasn't given a key for the, um, for the post box just for the apartment. He's like, Oh no, there is no key for the post box. Like how to get mail. He's like, um, somebody will bring it to you. Oh yeah. Okay. I was going to felt like that too. They put it through the door. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, why? He's like, he's like, my friend lives in Berlin. Um, you're not allowed to look at the mail. He'll pull out your mail and he'll give it to you once a week. And I'm like, What? what if I have, what if I have important mail?" No, just once a week. That's it because the landlord himself lived in like hamburg what? and so he had this friend in berlin who was doing the mail for him once a week yeah so it just keeps getting weirder and weirder super weird that, um, that, that's also super illegal yeah actually what i did was uh i would still get mail delivered there and i i got a, a like a coat hook like a metal coat hook and i bent it in a way and then put like um some like tape on the end so I could actually stick it in the post box and the tape would stick to the top letter and I can actually pull each of the letters out and then smart. and then get my letters out and then just put his back MacGyver in. MacGyver here. Yeah. Really but smart. B- because like at the time I just moved to Berlin, I had like on mail doing stuff, uh, you know, like, yeah, of course, you like, need to get your mail. When we'll I say, we'll send you something tomorrow, we send it back by Thursday. Because also this guy did not come once a week. He just kind of showed up randomly. Speaking of that, and this is where the story will uh, end. It shows you how weird this apartment was. Okay. So it's maybe like a week or two in into the living there. Um I'm asleep in the in my bedroom. I kind of wake up. Don't remember exactly if there was a sound or something. I wake up and there's a an strange man standing over me in my bedroom that I've never met before mm-hmm. in my apartment. That's normal. That's normal. I screamed and he just calmly without saying anything just turned around, walked out and then then left the apartment.
1: Wait, very slowly. Wait, wait pause, pause. <laughs> yeah pause for, for for one serial killer a second. You woke up and he was standing in your room
0: over you. Yes. Like looking, looking at, at me, you, looking at me. Yeah. And then you woke up and homie just walks away. Yeah. And I screamed and usually you'd go, Oh, oh I'm so sorry. you say? Says nothing. Just calmly walks out, slowly closes the door as if everything's cool leaves. And so I contact the landlord like, what the hell is going on? He's like, and then he's like, Oh, that's the, that's my friend who, uh, he, maybe he was just, uh, bring the mail or um he's there to you know maybe to water the plants and i was like you know what i'll water the plants and b i don't want him bringing any mail anymore and i was like, i was like this is my apartment yeah as long as i'm paying the rent i do not want strangers walking in uh so let me just handle everything i don't even want the mail and he's like oh okay fine and then from then on what i did is I left my keys in the door every night. Smart. So that way, from the outside, somebody can't put their keys in. Very smart. And it actually happened twice. In the middle of the night, I heard some, him trying to put the keys in, you know, try, jiggling, trying to get it through. But luckily, my keys blocked him. So anytime I was home, I don't know what he, he might have been in there when I wasn't home. I don't know. But How, how long did you live here? Uh, Three months, maybe. Man, about. that yeah. is... That was terrible. It was rough. Anyways, that was my, you know, first apartment in Berlin, you know, things didn't quite work out, not just because of this, but other things, you know, as I mentioned, I accidentally overstayed my visa. Right. Um, (laughs) And uh, which is actually really quick, a really funny story. My dad, my dad reminded me of this the other day we were talking and he's like, Hey, remember the time that, and I had completely forgotten. So uh, what he reminded me of was, so he came and visited me during this time when I'm in Berlin and I'm realizing, Oh crap, I overstayed my visa but I really want to live in Berlin, in Germany, long term. And I'm like, Ooh, is it possible to like apply for a proper visa? If you've overstayed your tourist visa, like, you know, Mm -hmm. but I didn't want to go and ask because It's it's like kind of like admitting you're guilty of a crime, you know? It's true. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm here illegally, but can I stay? Yeah. So like the worst possible way, and I feel I I apologize to my dad. I I was like, Dad, can you come with me? And can you walk into like the local police station? ask them hypothetically if this would have happened <laughs> what would happen to the person and blah, blah blah and he and i remember he was like what and i'm like please and i, I beg i think i begged him because I, I was just so nervous and at the time I remember i was young i was like 21 or sure, however yeah, no,
1: hey man I'm not, I'm not blaming you at all and, Makes total sense and, to and I, anyways
0: on the on the uh phone call recently he he mentioned he's like he's like jeff i don't know if you know but like i, I was walking around in there for like 30 minutes not even knowing what I'm doing, what I'm, who's like, just going to random police officers. Half of them didn't speak English. They're te- they're they're like pushing me from office to office to office to office. They have no idea why I'm there or what I'm asking. But he said finally found some guy who kind of gave him some generic information. But of course he said like the guy was like. This is a very weird question, you know, like at a police station, or, yeah, very weird, or whatever. But anyways, but it gave me the information of like, yeah, that's um, illegal, so probably you would not be a, given a, you know, a work visa or whatever. So anyways, um, but that, anyways, that, that that was my first time in Berlin. <laughs> man, that that's a good dad though. That's a really good dad. No, it was really cool to do because I'm sure it was extremely awkward, and yeah, he spoke no German, so there you go. Very nice. Um, Your stories are always terrifying. Okay. It, those first first few months of Berlin, it, it sounds terrifying. But I was here during the summer. It was my it was my first summer in Berlin. It was beautiful. Like I I'm just, but,
1: this, but, this, this week you have a serial killer stalker, <laughs> landlord. Uh, last story time, you're talking about you're stuck in a train station for twelve hours and like almost froze to death.
0: Yeah, but but th- these are like small moments in between a lot of good times. So you know.
1: Well, I'm going to give you a, a fun, another fun and cheeky story Let's that also it. relates to uh, shipping some way.
0: Mm. Alex, yeah. Alex hates it with those clothes on. I, this time
1: I was not the, uh, the stripper. And I guess the point of story. So I might come off bad this story and it might sound very passionate. Well, let's, because find, out. <laughs> let's some, find out. For some reason, when this happened, this one guy said the right thing to make me just like kind of go off like in, internally. Anyways, here's, 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 what, here's, here's the deal, Jeff. Yeah. I was in, this is about 2016 maybe. 2016 2015 something like that mm-hmm. uh i went with bobby to thailand and
0: who's bobby my girlfriend bobby okay just, you, c- just in case you guys don't know in case yeah. you know you can meet her in, you know in episode 60 something i want to say 64 or five that could be right who knows i don't know
1: just you can look it up you know one of the other ones anyways uh we decided to go to thailand uh she's been before and her had been before and i was like i have to go see this place so we go in october because uh, we thought it's you know not it's been at the off season so it's not super busy
0: uh and, and cheaper like the flights were very inexpensive to go to southeast asia you know what i mean yeah plus i heard in asia like places like thailand they have different seasons than in Europe because of. So, some seasons, like, because like middle summer is actually the monsoon season. So, it's actually, you shouldn't go there. Uh, uh, or, when we were there, it was definitely monsoon season. Oh, okay. October was definitely monsoon season. Okay. But I, I know that, that their, their seasons are not quite exactly the same as uh, Europe. Yeah. Right.
1: And it didn't matter anyways because w- when it rained, it really poured. But, um, it would happen for like 15 minutes and then it's gone and then you're in beautiful sure, hum- yeah. humidity again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so our first night, we decided to just go island hopping around the islands nice. in Thailand. And we decided to go to, we landed in Phuket. chilling in Phuket for a night. Had a great evening that night. Saw, oh, that's another story. The things that I saw that night. I don't know if I can say those out loud again. Uh, have a good time there. And after I went to a normal bar, tried to like clear our, our heads a bit. And I go to wash my hands and there's a guy offering towels, you know, there's like towels, like I guy wipe my hands. As I wipe my hands, he gets behind me, he grabs my neck, like grabs my head, it goes, <laughs> cracks my neck one way, other way. And then he takes my back, cracks my back, cracks my elbows, everything. And then he cracks my ears. I know your ears could crack, but they can crack. Oh. And then of course you tip him
0: whatever at the end. I didn't ask for it. Luckily I don't have any back problems at that point. Um, Weird. I think it's an Asian thing. Cause I've seen, um, in places like India and stuff, if you get like just a normal haircut, Included with the haircut, they give you this weird kind of face massage, where they're like slapping your face and and really yeah, aggressively kind of going at your. So maybe that's kind of like an Asian thing that like with massages included. Kind I of. mean, it, it was really cool. I loved yeah.
1: it. I, I, I came out of the bar and I was like,
0: everyone, I feel incredible. But did you know it was going to happen or were you just like something just assaulted? I, it's, I was just assaulted. Oh, okay.
1: um, but then like once he cracked my neck, I was like, oh, OK, yeah, you keep going, buddy. OK and at first you're like
0: I'm being mugged what's happening I, th- I
1: thought so for like a split second <laughs> yeah. and then I realized it was a guy who gave me the towel and I realized he worked there because I kind of like a uniform you know Sure. Yeah. Uh, but that was a pleasant experience and Thailand generally is a fantastic place uh, And that, so after that night we said next day let's go to uh, Koh Phi, Phi, which is this really small island uh, it's where they filmed uh, the beach with Leonardo DiCaprio ah Leo that beautiful Early beach Leo yes so it was there there's no cars on the island so it's really small super cool island we were young We are still young, but we were younger then. Uh, So we're like, let's stay at a party hostel. That could be fun, right? Right. Big mistake, number one. (laughs) Like, yeah, it was cool, but it was like, I'm in a hostel with a bunch of like 18 to 20 year olds. And I'm like, at, at, that this point, at this point, what are you? Uh, 25, 26. So okay, 20, okay.
0: 24 to 26, something like that. It doesn't sound like a big deal, but like 18, 25, not only really age wise, but like mentally, or just different. Yeah. Different places in your life, right?
1: Like we thought it was like, have like a, a house with like a bar, but it was a hostel. with like it oh, lot shit. Mm. And, anyways, uh, we enjoyed the island, a really lovely day. And then at night, you know, the whole beach is filled with all these hostels and bars, whatever. Yeah. With like fire shows, everyone's walking up down the beach. It so was really cool vibes. Um, so that day, uh, I think the second day we were there, we go on this little um, snorkeling tour on this boat. We meet some people. Met this German woman, who was like, uh, "Oh yeah, I'm also staying at the same hostel. So just like, but I'm not doing any of these crazy things, you know. I have I have self respect, you know. I'm not, you know, getting naked or whatever <laughs> people are doing on this beach." <laughs> and we're like, "Yeah, cool, whatever. Like, I'm not gonna judge anyways. If you want to do that, we're just here to have a good time." Sure. Uh, so, at snorkeling, went to that awesome beach from the beach and like mind blowing, incredible, whatever. Um, that evening, we decided, you know. The hostels of course having a little party thing outside like always because the whole beach is every single night um so i'm hanging out like a little tired having a beer and these people decided to play this game strip jenga it was a giant jenga thing right and like every jenga piece has like something written on it you know um Take off your socks. Take off your shirt.
0: Uh, oh, if you pull the thing out, you have to do what it says. Yeah. Exactly. Okay.
1: And I was like, this could be fun to watch. So I'm having a beer. and I'm watching them play. Like I'm having a good time. You know, I'm chilling. Music's playing. They're doing their thing. I'm doing my thing. Everyone, is consensual. Uh, you know, no one's forcing anyone. So it was, it was a really nice night. Yeah. Right. I was really enjoying myself. Right. And then this this, this German woman who was like, I have self respect. Like ten minutes later, her top was off. You know, but okay. like, she was having
0: a good time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
1: I'm not judging her at all. Like, yeah. Everyone's getting naked playing the game. So at one point, like guys were naked, some girls were naked playing the game and like they were having a good time. And then the uh, guy who worked at the hostel comes up to me and I don't, I don't know what it was. I really don't know what it was, but like this guy looks at me and he's like, hey man, don't have too much fun in a very kind of sarcastic way. Yeah, like I was yeah. having a good time. You're just sitting there you know, and watching. Because I wasn't playing strip Django. Like I was having a good night. I was really enjoying myself
0: and like, it just like enrage me, I don't, yeah, I'm, that would rub me really the wrong way because it's like, dude, I am having fun, like, people have fun in different ways, man, you know? exactly. That's kind yeah. of it. Like, just because
1: you know, I don't know, just I'm not getting naked on the beach with a bunch of 18 year olds doesn't mean I'm not having fun, like, I'm doing my thing, it's, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, it's, if it feels like, hey, do you want to play this game? It's really fun, maybe you're shy, you know, like trying to encourage me or something like that, mm. you know, that would be cool, but like, it's very sarcastic about it, and then like. It's kind of ruined my whole night. Like, walked down the beach, I sat down by a rock, and Bobby comes over later. He's like, "Are you alright?" I'm like, "Yes, but you know what? No, I'm not okay." This guy said this, and just like, "That's I was like, yeah, but like, it made me angry." He's just like, "I understand." And I was like, "Yeah." So like, it was totally irrational, but like, man, it, I was like, "I live in Berlin. I'm from the party capital of the world. <laughs> don't don't
0: tell me I'm not a party." I think also because like it make maybe makes you feel like old, like, like oh, oh you're not you're not the cool. Kid anymore because yeah you're not doing the strip stuff because you're off in the corner drinking a beer and re- relaxing Honestly, but it's like jeff that,
1: that could have been it i really don't know and I, I don't come off very good in this story but like for some reason like i don't you know me i don't get mad very easily no he doesn't yeah and i really do get mad i was probably the maddest i've ever been uh it just like really just like really rubbed me the wrong way and then it just ruined my whole night and i was like you know what's to this island and the next day we're having breakfast and because like, it's a very small island, this guy walks by. Same guy. Same guy, you know, with his buddies,
0: uh, you know, with his crew. <laughs> you know, now we just hate, it. We just hate him. I just <laughs> hate him now. I can see it in his face. Like he, he has this rage that's coming back from years ago. <laughs> Everything, stupid beard, yeah. <laughs> stupid big muscles. Uh, he saw having breakfast.
1: He's yeah. like, oh yeah, where, where are you guys going next? I'm like, oh, we're going to go to Colanta, which is the other island uh, kind of nearby. And he's like, Oh, yeah, I heard it's like, uh, really boring there for like married couples and stuff. I would never go there. Oh, I hate this guy, actually. Yeah, exactly. Very judgmental guy. Very, very judgmental. And when he said that, I looked at Bob and I was like, we're going there for sure. Yeah. If he says it's boring, it's probably a place you want to be. And we wanted to go there for two days. I think we stayed for five cause we loved it so much. Cause nice. Because it it's what I wanted. It was relaxing. It was a beautiful beach. It the most incredible sunset I've ever seen in my life. We uh, rented mopeds over on the island. It was cool little places to go to. Still fun. But, yeah, like that guy
0: just... If and you're actually, listening, man, yeah. <laughs> actually, I, I wasn't that against him after the first thing, but that second thing, it's like, it's like, yeah, we get it. Okay, you think you're cooler than everyone else? That's awesome. You know, whatever. Like, yeah,
1: exactly. That was kind of his whole vibe. It was like he thinks that he's just better than everyone else, and that kind of just maybe not feel good. Um, but besides that, I love Thailand. The culture, the people, they're amazing. Fun, yeah. The whole country's incredible. Uh, but Koh Lanta, Koh Phi Phi, Koh Tao, all the
0: Kohs there, all the country. I I really enjoyed it as a as, as a tourist. Nice. And everybody, you know what? Honestly, when you're traveling, you do you like, if fun if what you want to do is go to a park and just read a book all day exactly cool if you want to go yeah get wasted at a 24 hour club also like but do not feel pressured that you have to do certain things or whatever just, just like, because
1: some guy at a hostel is looking at you telling you not to have too yeah, much fun
0: Oh yeah but the thing is like we all have fun in different ways and so yeah yeah. actually I don't like this guy at yeah, all see yeah, very judgmental th- yeah. there's a
1: great German expression it says Jeder wie and it means everyone the way they like want to do it pretty much yeah uh, and I love that expression. Do it like makes it, you happy? I, I didn't judge the people playing the Jenga. They were having a good time and I was having a good time watching them. Like it was a fun thing to do. I just didn't want to do it. You
0: know what I mean? Plus maybe there's probably a random night in your life where you would have been like totally down, but maybe Could that be. night you're just tired. You're not into it. Yeah. Yeah, they're just not in the mood. You know, it's like, so it's just for him to be like, oh, it's, that it's like, I kind of want to punch him in the face. I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah. So
1: you see where I'm coming from then. It's just annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was super rational, my reaction, but like, Even when I tell the stories to this day, which is years later, I'm still always getting like a little, like, I can see that guy's stupid face. (laughs)
0: Anyways, I want to stop talking now. That was a lot. No, that's fine. (laughs) I said a lot of words. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But yeah, it's, 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 but it is funny how sometimes, how little things can ruin your mood slash day. Sometimes, you know what I mean? They just hit a nerve, you know? Especially on vacation where like
1: on vacation, things are stressful anyway. So I let things kind of like blow off. You know, like, you miss your train. I'm like, how can the next train, you know? Like, I'm on vacation. My brain is relaxed. So, like, usually things just kind of let roll
0: off me. Sure. And that was the
1: was the one thing that's made me. <laughs> I
0: still don't know why it made me so angry, but it did. I know I, I I could see it hitting me the same way. So, I, that's why I sympathize. Yeah. Thanks, man. I okay. appreciate that. Or sorry, do I empathize? I think I empathize.
1: You can
0: empathize. Okay, and I'll also do one last story, which also comes from uh, one of my backpacking experiences with my friend uh, Jameson. Okay. So at this point we 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 were in we were in Norway. Met some okay with couchsurfing. We met some people that I ten years later I'm still friends with. Nice. And who after that for the next couple of years I would visit them like once every two months because flights are cheap. So we made some cool friends in Norway. That's and the uh, best. Anyways, now we're going south and we're entering into northern Germany. You know, from Denmark, whatever. Sure. And um, we were lucky enough, we had somebody we knew who lived uh, in the Hamburg area. Now, this is a guy who was an exchange student living with a friend of ours in California. Okay. So that's how we met him. You know, he, he was he was going to the local high school, whatever. We were a few years older than him. I think like three years older than him. But, um, but anyway, so he's living with a friend, a German guy from Hamburg, um, uh, Jonathan, really cool guy. Uh, anyway, so now he's back in, in Germany and we have, which, and dude, when you're a backpacker and on a low budget, free places to stay are always the best, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So he says he lives in this small village outside of H- Hamburg. So we're like, cool. Um, so, uh, we get to, to Hamburg and then we go to Luneburg, which is about 20 minutes away. And then he's in a small village. From the small village, like another 30 minutes away. right? I think I've been to Lunenburg. Lunenburg's beautiful. Yeah, they have a great Christmas market. It's a. It's yes. I I, I would I would not doubt it. Like it's a touristy, not touristy, but tourists go there because it is a well-known German village, like sea village, right? Shanty. Uh, I don't know. What we call it sea village because like the the it's not it's not on the water. Um, but it's it's a beautiful place. About I think Anyways. 20 minutes train ride from from Hamburg. Okay. okay. Uh, so, so we go. We end up meeting up with him, and we meet his mom. or mom's love. His mom's lovely. And here's your room. Blah blah blah. And he's got to do homework, whatever. But you know, we wanna um go into you know and see H- Hamburg. you know, not so you know yeah Hamburg's uh, awesome yeah. And he's nice enough. He's he's a he just got a car right this vw whatever polo or whatever the hell probably polo yeah and he's like uh hey guys if you want to um borrow it to get to the train station like no worries you know we're like oh great but he said it's like it's easier just to drive to the train station and then take the 20 minute train into hamburg so it's easier right and waste less gas whatever so you know
1: parking do not worry about that exactly
0: that's a good pro tip right there anyways Yeah. yeah So, so he's giving us a car and I'm like, Ooh, great. You know? And, uh, he, and this is for all you, uh, young people who don't know what MapQuest is. Uh, <laughs> this is before, again, this is, uh, with, without an iPhone or Google maps on your phone, you actually have to have print out directions. Right. From so, the internet, from the internet Right. Um, because at this point, um, the iPhone is only about a year old and you know, since it was invented. And uh, I, I didn't own one and my friend didn't own one. So they had normal phones. Uh, so he prints out this map, quest directions just from his house to the local train station, right? And as we're leaving, I remember him saying, oh, do you want the directions for the way back as well? And I was like, no, nah, we'll just do this in reverse. Like it's, and I'm really good with, with direction and everything. So yeah. like, let's do that in reverse. It's, it's not that, it's, it seemed pretty easy. So we drive there and yeah, it seems like, two roads you take and you're on each road for like 15 minutes easy peasy get to the train station go to uh, to Hamburg spend the whole day there just having fun looking around um, at the end I can't remember why but one of us was like hey look it's the Museum of Shipping let's go to the Museum of Shipping so we're gonna go to the Museum of Shipping like shipping as in ships or shipping as, as in like ships. DHL as in ships yeah. okay. as in boats yeah. it's not the Museum of Shipping yeah. packages uh, and again I don't know why we went it, w- it was just like this random like maybe even a joke like hey let's go to the Museum of Shipping so we went to the Museum of Shipping sure Funny story about the Museum of Shipping. So you go in and um, it's all separated by decade, right? So it'll say 1850s and show you what's happening in shipping and boats in 1850s and 1860s, et cetera, right? And you go and up the years, but then suddenly it stops at 1930 and it restarts at 1950 there's Interesting. a thing there's a 15 year gap that just happens to be during world war ii and the rise of hitler <laughs> oh, all the ships were on
1: uh, were on vacation for those
0: 15 yeah, years yeah, a, and again this was um over 10 years ago they might have filled that gap since then uh i'm not saying it's the, that way still but usually german museums are good about representing. They're very World War good about representing And New that's and what made us laugh because it was this obvious, and I remember we looked like, are we missed, where's this decade? Is it on the other floor? So do I don't think anyone's gonna notice. Yeah, and, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty obvious. There was this huge 15 year gap, exactly where World War II was. And so we, anyways, I thought it was funny. Um, so anyway, so we, we leave and um, you know, it's getting late. He, he had mentioned, Hey, if you, if you can maybe try to make it for dinner. Right. And it's getting late. And so we're like, Oh, let's, let's see if we can make it for dinner, you know, get there on time. So it's, it's getting, it's starting to get dark. So we head back, we get to the, uh, we go from Hamburg, we get to Luneburg, get to the train station, pick up, pick up the car. Right. So I get the car and, uh, we st- straight out of the parking spot. I'm driving down this road, uh, for about maybe two, 300 meters. Right. And I get to the end of the road and there's about five police, you know, police cars, with all the police officers just having a powwow, just chatting around the cars. They all turn see us, freak out, jump in front of us with their hands out, halt, halt, you know. And we're, ah, and suddenly our car is surrounded literally by five police officers who were just having their coffee breaks. So that's why so that's there's a huge group of them there. Um, they run up and they're all yelling at us in German. And I knew maybe a f- two words in German at that point. And, uh, I'm like, you ah, know, and, 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 and yelling at me, yelling at me. And, um, but see, before I had left the U.S., i S I'd gotten one of these international uh, driving permits. Yes. Basically yeah. it's like a certified kind of just uh, book that just has a translation of your driver's license in every language, you know? So I gave it to him and he flipped to the, to the German section or to the, uh, um, yeah, to the German, German section. And he immediately goes, Oh, American. I was like, yes. And he's says, and oh, and he gives me the, the book back. And then he's like, um, you should probably watch where you're going because you're driving the wrong way down a one-way street. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh my God. But, but like, I didn't see any. He's like, there's a sign back there. And he's like, maybe the tree blocks a little bit. Maybe that's why you didn't see it. But he's like, <laughs> but he's like, you just drove the, the wrong way down a one-way street in front of like five police officers. But he's like oh i told us okay just go 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 you know so so we're 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 like frazzled we're like so we go to get out of there and we start driving back to our friend's house which should take 20 30 minutes right yeah and so we're we're looking at these directions and we're like trying to do the reverse i can't remember why but for some reason this these directions it just was just could not do the reverse of it somehow (laughs) so we started driving and suddenly we're just like epically lost fantastic just like epically lost and we're, I'm like, and I'm really good with direction, but the problem is we drove there during the day and now it's night. So nothing is recognizable. Everything looks different. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. Because usually I'm, I can recognize everything, but now it's dark and I've never been here before in the dark. I'm like, oh crap. I think we're pretty lost. And and it, but, <laughs> and uh, both of our phones are um, dead A- and wouldn't matter because uh, I don't think we had his phone number, our friend's phone number. And, no good stuff. And I really al- planned ahead. And also, there was no Google Maps on the phone. Anyways, so we've got nothing. And we're like going through his glove box, looking, maps, please, real maps, paper maps, nothing. So we're just driving endlessly for an hour. And it's like a Sunday night, or, or it was like a, one of these nights in a small village where there's like nobody, you literally see nobody. And so we're driving, and finally we see one little kiosk. We're, so we go, of course, to an old man, doesn't speak any uh, German, or any English, not his fault, but just saying, I just mean a course bike oh, how could this get worse, you know? So we're trying to explain to him where we want to go. And then that's when we realize we don't quite remember the name of the village that oh we're actually not, going dude. to. We think it's like, you no, know, it ends with Dorf, but they all end in Dorf. And we're like, maybe it's Dorf And he's like, oh, Eierndorf. we're like, oh, oh, we just said a th- that must be it. I just said a thing. He recognized that. Okay. He's like, and he's given us. And I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, to guess, I'm it, guess yeah. it wasn't it. No, it was not it. And also um, his directions were pretty moot because... Um, Neither of us spoke much of German. Like I understood the word oh, left and right, but beyond that, like if he says go around the corner and the thing, like I no. So he's giving us directions, and I'm trying. Okay, I think he said left there. I think, oh, okay, I think he said. Oh, don't, yeah. So like I'm really trying to, and then I'm like, oh, can you please write it down? But he's like doesn't know what I mean, you know. And I'm, we're trying to give the signal. Can you write it down? And he's just he's just confused, and he's getting a little annoyed. <laughs> pay, pay, by the, pay for the bill. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so anyway, so we leave kind of like more or less like as confused as we were before. Anyways, story ends with we drive for another two and a half hours <laughs> through these back country roads, end up on a few autobahns, then off, then on again, different autobahns, country road, country road, country road. So this this drive that should take us two, 20 to 30 minutes takes us about three hours. Dude. And we arrive at midnight and only to find out that when earlier when he said, hey, try to be here by dinner, we had misheard him and actually said like, be here for dinner. So they were both sitting up, waiting for us, still at like midnight. uh Quite upset with us, uh especially as his mom, who thought we were very rude because, like, she's letting us stay at the place and we didn't come for dinner. Oh, no. But that was not our. F- but, it, but it was just a huge clusterfuck. Man, that uh, is you and, are just awful. Like yeah. you are the awfulest person at that moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but but even though it sounds awful at that time, I was freaking out. But it was still kind of a cool adventure more so more so looking back on it later at the time yes. we were we were mortified well it, like it went from there's a lot of stages of like huh this is funny to hmm this isn't so funny to huh and then this is awful it's taking forever we're so lost we have no phones I like are we gonna have to sleep in this car so like how do we even find this place we don't remember the name of the place like you know we're just and, oh, and, man. And, yeah it's just it was it was just go, all going bad yeah that sounds <laughs> bad <laughs> But it ended up fine. We we made up for it. The next day we had breakfast. We we explained the whole story. Had a, a couple. I think another day or two there. Very lovely people. And then eventually moved on to Cologne. I think. And, oh, lovely. And continued on our southern southern route. And
1: Jeff's never driven a car again. <laughs>
0: again, <laughs> not allowed in Germany. Nice. Those are some stories. Those, we we said stories. We did say stories. Things happened, and we recited them. Stories were <laughs> said. Yes. We hope you enjoyed. And if you, if you, if say there's types of stories that we're not telling, uh, let us know. You know if yeah. you know so uh, or if you enjoy these stories, then we'll continue doing these kinds of stories. So exactly. But anyways, just let us know. We are very flexible. You know it is very flexible. You're a single dingle. Yes. Are <laughs> your dingle single? Excuse My me. My dingle single. Yes. Uh I was <laughs> taking a little little uh splash. But please keep it some, watch this this wide mouth of this fucking bottle. Okay, that's good. Okay. Yeah, I get I, okay. I already I already have some yeah. actually. I noticed you splashed yourself during the episode and you gave yourself quite a bit of splash. Yeah. I know it's good. Um it's good. Mm, cheers. cheers. It's just
1: tasty. It's very tasty. I like the that sweetness that comes with it. I, I get a very honey like earthy, beautiful yeah, taste. The aftertaste
0: is very sweet. Yeah. It's very, very
1: good. Uh, not a huge burn, but I don't really miss it because it's so
0: tasty and smooth. But it's enough. Like, it, it's, totally it's not, enough. It's, not burn-less. it's like No, it's not burnless. For me, it's enough. And I, and I think at the very beginning, it's quite strong for an Irish for like half a second. That's
1: true. But then as you keep drinking it, it's kind of, it's really pretty, pretty stereotypical Irish, pretty mild. And uh, very smooth. And very smooth. So like...
0: Is it anything incredibly special? Oh, no, but I'm not really gonna. I'm just gonna go off of what I taste. I'm really enjoying it. I kind of want to give it an eight. I'm, I'm definitely giving it an eight. Yeah, yeah, eight for sure. If not eight and a half, but yeah, that, that's a, that's a that's not like so. There's there's average Irish whiskeys that are yeah. This like, is above average. Yeah, it's like, it's not the best Irish whiskey, but it is quite good. Yeah. Um, can't remember how much it was.
1: This was around fifty, mm-hmm. I think.
0: Okay, so not not the cheapest side. No, um, definitely worth it. But but yeah, but it's it's, it's a solid bottle of Irish whiskey, and uh, it's yes. memorable for sure.
1: Yes, absolutely. The bottle's beautiful. Um, I, I, I like it a lot. I'm a, I, Yeah, you know what? Um, I don't know. I'm going
0: to <laughs> stalling while I'm thinking about a number. <laughs> I'll stick with my eight. I'm going to go eight. I, that was the first number that popped in my head. It was an eight. Yeah. God, that's a solid uh, no, I'm going eight and a half, like last week. I'm going eight and a half it's, it's. I think it's better okay. than eight. I really like it. I'll, I'll stick with an eight. You know, like, right. and that's pretty good because people know we rarely give out nines. So eight is, uh, is up on the ceiling there. True. But we probably give out a lot of eights though. Doesn't matter. We like it. It's good <laughs> stuff. Uh, Dingle.
1: Uh, uh, again, this is the ready. Yes. <laughs> the Dingle County Kerry Distillery, Ireland. Batch number five, fifth small batch release. Triple distilled Irish whiskey, single malt distilling since 2012 it's called dingle Dingle single malt there it is uh delicious stuff i think those are
0: fun interesting stories me too thank you guys again for joining us again for any extras or uh, whiskey pay- pictures you can go to agdwpodcast.com yes sir thank you again for uh my for helping us out this past month very nice of you um and actually i just uh, filed my uh my uh, extension with them. Well done. For free. And, uh, and not uh, because I'm special. I already had that account from a year ago but when they did not know me as Jeff from the podcast. <laughs> they knew me as Jeff Random Guy. Random Guy. Yeah. And all you people are beautiful. All you
1: listeners, we love you. Thank you so much for listening, for sticking around with us for 69 episodes.
0: And that's, that's a lot of That's a lot of us, <laughs> man. You guys have listened to like, I don't know. I'm getting sick of us. You Just know a what a I mean? a lot of hours. See <laughs> of us.
1: Uh, but yeah, everyone, uh, please stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, stay thirsty.
0: Yeah, cheers. Cheers.